Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The last 12 months has changed our lives in ways which we never expected. Welcome to COVID Lives, a podcast series that looks at Irish lives during this extraordinary time in history. My name is Gavin Dowd, and I'm going to be speaking to people who have unique and meaningful stories to share about their lives throughout the pandemic, whether it involved looking out for others, starting something new, or just finding ways to remain positive amidst the doom and gloom. In March 2020, Leone Mdadian and her family were forced to close their restaurant, The Italian Connection. But Leone didn't want to put her feet up during the lockdown. Instead, she set up her own food business from Italy with Love, delivering at-home takeaway boxes never experienced lockdown the way the rest of the world did. We'd like, I'll be honest with you. This idea morphed into Glowberry, her new project, which will be opening in Brian Thomas soon. So take me back, March 2020, where were you and what were you doing? The last thing I remember it was uh, St. Patrick's Day because that was the, that was all like every year that was our busiest year and my favorite day in business because we were on Talbot Street in the city center. So it was literally like, you see everybody, Connolly Station's just up the road from you, O'Connell Street, Henry Street, you're like right beside the parade. So it was literally always my favorite day in business. Like, and it was our busiest day in business. It was just... It was the best day, but this time around, it was, it was totally different. It was, COVID was in the air, you know, the tourists, we were all just kind of talking about it and we didn't really know much about it, but you could feel that there was like, there was no parade. It was just an eerie kind of a bit of a dread feeling that, you know, something is around the corner, but you're not sure what it was. And I was working by myself in the restaurant. Usually there would have been like five or six waitresses on the floor with me, but it was just me by myself. Like, and it was busy enough for one person, but it was just, yeah, it was this weird feeling. And I, you just knew that something was around the corner. And then I think it was, I think it was the week later that it was announced that I think restaurants had to shut and that's what we did so um yeah we went uh we closed the restaurant we went home and I spent two weeks watching Netflix watching old movies with my dad at home we were watching what we watched uh Rocky we did Rocky we did the Godfather (laughs) (laughs) we I've never watched the Godfather as well so that was brilliant but um no I enjoyed it for the first week the second week I was starting to get itchy and I just think that like anybody that works in the restaurant industry, like I, I know that they were feeling what we were feeling because it, it it went from a hundred. Like if you work in a busy restaurant environment, you work every day on adrenaline and like, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing, I loved it. Like that was 
what my body was used to. That's what my soul was used to. So staying at home, like everybody was like, oh, PUP, it's like money at home. It's a holiday. You can enjoy it. But when it's your own business and it's, you know, we were open 20, we had just, we had celebrated 25 years in business. So like when you hit that milestone, you know, I had taken over the restaurant from my parents and I had all these amazing ideas and my brain was going 90. Like I knew deep down that it wasn't going to be something that was going to be around for two or three months. You know, I, that's why I couldn't enjoy it being at home because deep down I was like, this isn't, this isn't, this is going to be around for a long time. And and there was this kind of Christmassy feel at the very start where everyone yeah. thought, yay, we're on holidays. We're with the family. Yeah. We're watching Netflix. Yeah. We're eating yeah. great food. Yeah. But if you were in business, yeah. I'm sure you sobered up pretty quickly when you realized, yeah. crap, we might not be coming ho- coming back to normality for quite a while. And someone who's entrepreneurial like you, as you said, you have this excess energy uh, that needs to be fulfilled by doing something, by selling food, making food. So what did you do? What was next? Okay, so I started thinking, right, let's let's try keep our food on people's plates. So like, let's keep my dad busy because he was suffering as well. Like as much as I was worried about the future, he was at retirement age, but it didn't suit him to retire. It wasn't in him. He's been working his whole life. He loves cooking. And I just, I love seeing him busy and happy. So it really stemmed from me trying to keep my dad happy and keep him busy. So I said, all right, how are we going to keep our food on people's plates? And what we did was then, I started to create kind of branding to go with the Italian connection. That was the name of our restaurant. And uh, as I was like making some marketing materials, I was going to, you know, set up a new Instagram page for it. I was looking at their old kind of, they had a real old fashioned restaurant. So like it was real rustic Italian and family and wholesome, but I have a background in digital marketing. So I wanted to put my own you know, our generation millennial spin on things to kind of make it exciting for people to want to order. Because, you know, the, the generation I was kind of targeting was millennials, whereas my my parents' restaurant was, you know, the older generation in their like 40s, 50s, 60s. There's no problem with that. But when it comes to marketing, I was like, right, I need to get this right. So I decided to combine his food with my background in digital marketing, my love of pink and everything glittery and sparkling and fun. Like I just felt like, I felt like people needed something to be excited about. So that's kind of how it came about. I just, we got back into the kitchen in the restaurant. We reopened the restaurant, we got back in. And when we were allowed to do the takeaway, I think, I don't remember the months, but I think it was April, we were allowed to do a takeaway we started making the food. I packaged it myself. I marketed it. And then I delivered it myself as well. Um, and that's just really how From Italy With Love came about. We designed a QDAF at-home dining experience that people were buying for themselves, but then also people from like the likes of Dubai and Canada and Australia, they started gifting their family and friends at home because it was, I think it was just a way of people to be connected at a time where everybody had to be so disconnected. Yeah, really well put. And I mean, food is the great way to bond people. And I think it was the only thing that kept us going throughout yeah. those dark months was yeah. your little treat every week. The, the yeah. at-home box you got, the takeaway box you got. How did people find out about this? How did you market it on Instagram? God, so at the beginning, it was just like, you know, 
zero followers. A few friends and family were following me, were sharing my page. Like Gavin, the crazy thing is like, we have never, like to this day, like we had never asked anybody to share it. Like I'm not that kind of person. It's not in my soul to ask people, share my page, share my page. You know, I'm just not like that. It's not in me. But I think people were seeing the pink and the fun and people just needed something happy and different to to buy into and to follow so like I feel like the page became so much more than just food it it really became like a little lifestyle brand and like I got really connected with my customers because it was all on Instagram like I still to this day like we're open every year I still don't have a website so it's still me talking to the customers one by one taking all the orders via my DMs like we're no we're at the point where like it, we're past the point that we badly need a website but it's it's a work in progress it's a work in progress but um yeah so no we it was friends and family and then I got in touch with Faces by Grace who is an amazing oh she she really helped us at the beginning um I asked her if I could just send her a meal for her and her family and then just a really nice kind of relationship was formed between the two of us and now we're actually like we're good mates like she's a lovely girl but um yeah I reached out to her and her and her family loved the food and kind of it just snowballed from there you know when you just get one door opens for you I felt like they just started to open and it's funny like in my life I never kind of thought I was a lucky person um but now I'm starting to think that luck isn't I don't really believe in luck anymore I believe in like hard work and like opening yourself up to opportunities and I think that's what's happened to me this year like I really believe in the law of the attraction like I, I would think something and then it would happen. And, or I, I really believe that it was going to happen. And then it did happen. And I never went looking for it. Like, this is the thing. After that moment with Faces by Grace, I reached out to her. But after that, everything that I was kind of thinking about just started to happen for us. And yeah, I, I don't know if I believe in luck, but I, I do believe in if you want something, have a clear vision, work really hard, really hard. Like I, I worked 18 hour days. Like I don't have a day off. I still don't have a day off. But I'm not complaining. Like I love it. I love it. It's, and it's so different. Like I went from working in the restaurant. This is such a different experience. It's been a brand new, it's been a brand new learning curve for my whole family and myself. And, you know, now we're, we're trying to grow a team. We just got a new 2000 square foot premises that I have to fit out and do for, but for a whole catering industry that uh, it's all brand new. So if it's exciting, it's exciting. Super exciting. We'll come to Glowberry in a few minutes, your yeah. other project, which is kind of spurred out of From Italy with Love. But yeah. it's interesting how it changed your philosophy on life and the whole experience. And a couple of the people I've t- spoken to as part of this podcast series, they've all experimented in one way or another throughout the lockdown. And I think it was an amazing time for experimentation where people were trying things out with internet businesses not knowing whether they'd be a success or failure, but because they had so much time on their hands and no other options. That was my thing. No option. Like, you know, this was, it was almost like survive. Like we have to, I have, I have to survive. Like I am, I'm, you know, I need a house. I need to buy a house. I need to get married. Uh, I, I'm in my thirties, you know, family and stuff around the corner. We need to do something. Yeah. I get it. That's, that's why so many new businesses were started and it was a good, it was, I think people saw the opportunity and, Either I think it made you as a person or it, unfortunately it might've broke you as a person. Um, and, you know, I've, I've seen it happen in both, 
it, on both sides. And I'm really, really grateful that something clicked in my brain to allow me to do this because yeah, it, it just presented an incredible opportunity for me. How have you felt over the past year working 18 hour days? Has it been, been a good distraction from, apart from being exhausted well, and you do not look exhausted looking at you this I'm morning. I'm not wearing makeup. <laughs> well, you, you look really fresh. And... When you sent me this link, I was like, <laughs> oh my God, it's going to be video. Crap. <laughs> <laughs> but what I was going to say is 18 hours a day uh, yeah. must have been an, a great distraction from the shitty news everywhere else. Well, look, like as my family have said, um, we we never experienced lockdown the way the rest of the world did. We like I'll be honest with you, we didn't. Like there was never there was that one week at the beginning. I remember we queued up at like four o'clock in the morning to get my parents' food in Tesco because I was petrified. So me and my boyfriend queued up. That was literally the only time I genuinely felt like the lockdown feeling. Other than that, it's just been the busiest I've ever been in my life. Like it's been like, and that's for my boyfriend, my family his family because it's been a little we've been our own little hub of people working to help this business grow like to be what it is now so it's just been yeah it's been flat out it's uh it's been challenging <laughs> it's been it's been an emotional roller coaster to be honest with you like I'm an emotional person at the best of times <laughs> and throw in 18 hour days working which which it's funny like everybody on Instagram all my customers will know because I'm really active on social media but then I'm also taking the orders. I'm also preparing the food. And, you know, there's there was no, there was really like no end in sight. But now with the introduction of Glowberry, I've had to like, you know, I took two weeks off. We closed down for two weeks when I realized this is actually happening. And um, yeah, no, I've started to grow my team now. And, you know, I've started to look for a personal assistant because, you know, like I can't do everything. <laughs> but um. Yeah, so no, I think brighter times are ahead. Well, know? it's fantastic that you realized at a certain point that you couldn't do everything because some people would probably drive themselves to burnout and if I don't they want that. were trying to yeah. take... No, nobody wants that, exactly. So you, you were so busy though still today that in a few minutes you're running off to deliver some lovely strawberries yeah. to somebody. Uh, tell us about Glowberry. What is it? And okay. what are these strawberries like? Okay, so Glowberry came around I think it was it was either it was late January or early February um I got an email from a buyer in Brent Thomas and it was just you know when I saw the email I think I dropped my phone I think I screamed the house down <laughs> and because Gavin this was something I had dreamed about last year when I started from Italy with Love a couple of months later as the strawberries and the grazing kind of started to take off I was like wow this is something really special like this is something that it was just it was being gifted left right and center and the feedback and these are chocolate covered strawberries just to these throw are, people these in are, yeah, yeah. They're, so they're chocolate covered but then it's it's our artistic kind of hand craftsmanship that comes in to take them from like a chocolate strawberry to something like a little bit more special so it's it's quite it's a unique experience i think it's something that wasn't really out there um on the market yet and we kind of we pushed, we pushed forward with, you know, trying to make them their own product, but then they're also being combined with the Italian food as well to make a full dining experience. And um, yeah, anyway, so then in February or January, Brian Thomas got in contact to uh, ask us if we were interested in setting up a phone call. 
And I was just like, this is the law of the, this is again, like what I was saying with the law of the attraction, because if I had ever envisioned my product, the strawberries being anywhere in the world, in the country, even it was Brent Thomas. And I had in my head, okay, once things kind of settle down a bit and I have more time, I'd love to reach out to them. But obviously I never got the chance and <laughs> that's how the things kind of rolled with me. And um, yes, yeah, so we, we had a call with them and you know, with them and ourselves, we decided, okay, it makes, it makes sense to, you know, split from Italy with love into two and let's really give the strawberries the product and the attention that they deserve. So we, we have the strawberries and the grazing now, and that's called Glowberry. And the reason it's called Glowberry is my, again, my customers on from Italy with love will know one of my sayings from the very beginning was glowing and growing. And, you know, cause we went from really small, we went from nothing and it just it just really took off and my hashtag was always glowing and growing and my strawberries our signature strawberry is like the sparkle one that glows and so that's why I came up with glowberry <laughs> it was just kind of an obvious name um so that's launching the I think it's going to be in the middle of June the end of June um we're we're still working on a on a date for that and that's going to be that's going to be our strawberries in Brown Thomas. Fantastic. And what's so brilliant about your story is that this started as a bit of a lockdown project and now it's turned into a full-time job. Yeah. Like, yeah, I know. It's, I still, it's not, I, I don't pinch myself, but I still just can't believe where my life has kind of turned out, you know, from, you know, was raised in that restaurant. It was my whole life. Like that, everybody, all of our friends and family that knew me just pictured me having that restaurant for the rest of my life and my kids taking it over. It was such, it was our pride and joy. So kind of seeing that go was devastating. Like we did, we took a time and we grieved that restaurant like as a family. And I, I think Glowberry came about, I think like a part of me is like, it's my grandmother. And I know that sounds really bizarre, but I just feel like it's, all of these opportunities I'm getting are people looking out for me and my family. And I just think it's, I think it's hope for anybody that is suffering, not suffering, but has taken a big knock in COVID that I think if you, if you have even a small dream, just do it. Excellent advice, Leone. That's it for this episode of COVID Lives. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe and leave us a review. Talk to you soon.